We're back on the big wake-up call and time for my next guest. He is a former NASA mission specialist astronaut and now a senior advisor for SpaceX. You know, next week, NASA and SpaceX are teaming up to launch astronauts from the U.S. for the first time in nearly a decade. And we're going to get some insight with Garrett Reisman. And Garrett, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you, Ryan. Great to be here. Well, Garrett, uh, good morning. How are things where you are? Uh, it's very nice. I'm, I'm out here in L.A. right now, but I'm about to start making my way across the country to uh, to be there in Florida for the launch next week on the 27th. Can you take us through what's planned for the 27th? What, what exactly is the joint mission between NASA and SpaceX? So this is a test flight, and it's the first time we'll be flying the Crew Dragon with people on board. We did one test flight already with nobody on board, fully autonomously, uh, remote control, basically. Uh, and um, it, it's, uh, it's, this is the first time we're taking people, and it's, uh, it's the end of a long process of design, development, and testing, and it also represents the end of the certification. The very next flight we do with this vehicle will be a certified flight, a regular crew rotation, getting our astronauts uh, back and forth to the space station. How does this vehicle compare with the ones that uh, you flew in the, in the 2000s? Does this one have all the, the manual switches and the, and the flashing bulbs? Well, there's a lot of differences. First of all, it's got the new spacecraft smell. Oh, great. <laughs> nice. So it, it's a, it's a, the shuttles, you know, we're, we're getting a little old. The, the, um, no, it, it's a, there's a lot of differences, both in the basic design. Obviously, the, the shuttle is a wing vehicle. This is a, a capsule design. But the biggest differences are the ones you can't see, and that's the advances that we have in, in, the, in the electronics and the software. This is a much more automated vehicle. It demands a lot less. Uh, on the part of the of the crew that to manually operate things, um, it's much smarter, and uh, it, and it, it's also uh, it, it's because of a lot because of that and other design features, it's safer, and uh, it's also more cost effective. It's it's more sustainable, so it opens up the door not only to getting us back in the business of of launching Americans on American rockets, but it opens up the door for private citizens to go to. So is this just a test flight to see how, how practical this can be? Are there certain uh, insights in general that, uh, that we're hoping to learn from this mission? Uh, yeah, so it, it is, it's a validation that everything is ready to go. So it, it, it won't get the NASA stamp of approval until this test flight is done and successful. So once Bob and Doug go up and come back and we review all the data, uh, only then will NASA say, okay, this, this vehicle is, is officially approved. So this is the final step of that approval process that we've been working on for years. And it's been a very rigorous and painstaking process to prove that it's safe and prove that everything meets all of NASA's requirements. But I'm glad we went through all that because I'm sleeping pretty well right now, and I know Bob and Doug very well. I would be a nervous wreck right now if we hadn't gone through that very rigorous process. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. What are some of the complications of doing this during a pandemic? Are there specific requirements or, or, or quarantining? Like, are, are there special measures that had to be put in place? Oh yeah, yeah. So, we're, we're, especially for the for the crew, for Bob and Doug, and everybody that comes that comes into contact with them, we've been having very strict quarantine uh, procedures. But really, it's not just Bob and Doug; it's the whole team that's required to operate this. Everybody in mission control. So, they've been working really hard at SpaceX and at NASA. To take care of the people, keep them safe, socially distance, uh, testing, uh, you know, all the all the things that we all do, washing hands, you know, everything uh, to, to to make sure that uh, that the team is healthy and ready to go. Now, granted, all I know about uh, mission control comes from movies, but I don't see how you could the, the way that is set up. I don't see how you could stay six feet apart from each other. 
Uh, you, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're pretty nearly six feet apart. The SpaceX uh, mission control and the console is fairly well spaced. But, uh, but it's also a matter of making sure that everybody is, has been basically quarantined smartly and, and been following all the social distancing. So the risk of any one person inside mission control having the virus is, is kept to a, a bare minimum. Have you been working mostly on the technical side, or have you been kind of uh, you know working with the crew that's uh, that's going to be on board? Uh, well, my my last job, at, my last full time job at SpaceX was in operations. So we were working on the training. We were working on uh, helping represent the crew as we designed all the interfaces, like the, the displays, controls, the seats, the suits, and all that stuff. Uh, and, and, and planning the mission and, and writing all the procedures and, and figure out exactly how we're going to operate the vehicle. Uh, all that, all, that was really our focus. Is there any sort of, uh, payload on this or we're just, uh, just testing the viability with a crew? Uh, it, it, we're not going to waste the opportunity to get some cargo up to the space station. So there will be some, uh, some, some cargo on board, but, uh, we only, you know, the, the, the vehicle is designed to rotate four crew members back in the NASA astronauts back and forth to the space station. We're only going to fill two of those four seats, but we will take some uh, cargo. So, how far away are we from uh, from practical space tourism? Is this uh, is this going to happen sooner than later? You think? Yeah, we're much close, closer than people think. So, after these uh, first two flights carrying NASA astronauts, SpaceX plans to use the, the Crew Dragon to fly uh, ordinary citizens, and and um, that will start as soon as twenty twenty one. And it's not just SpaceX; it's also Virgin Galactic that will be flying suborbital flights, and uh, Blue Origin also is working on their vehicle, the New Shepard, to do the same thing. So, so I think within the next year, you're going to start seeing a whole bunch of uh, ordinary uh, citizens uh, pay money to go and, and, and fly. And that's uh, Garrett Reisman. He is former NASA astronaut and now a consultant for SpaceX. And uh, Garrett, thanks so much for joining us today. It was my pleasure. Great talking to you.